Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Wake up, Lincoln. I overslept. Damn rooster didn't crow. It's time for Early Break. Sponsored by Midwest Bank. Live from Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at Tickets, Jake Sorensen. I'm wrong, but I'm not. Husker Online, Steve Sipple. If I were a feral cat. And longtime college football assistant coach, Bill Bush. You get one team. Mine's the Houston Oilers. I'm, so, not, I'm not the Texans, and I'm not the Titans, so, so I'm out. This is Early Break. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, Bill Bush on Early Break. Hour 2 sponsored by Midwest Bank member FDIC. FDIC. Location in Lincoln at 27th and Jamie Lane. New location coming to 70th and Pioneers by early 2024. Midwest Bank. You have a special day for Steve Schindler at all. Oh, yeah. Steve's going to work the drive through today. <laughs> Steve's going to work the drive through and so get a chance to, to spend some time with him. Some FaceTime with Steve Schindler. <laughs> FaceTime, and so if you go through the drive through honk, Steve's going to be there. In, in Creighton, Nebraska? handing out anything. Was like that suckers. What's or? that? You know, he'll be handing out uh, uh, candy bars, the marathon bars. The marathon. Remember the marathon bars? I wonder where he got a bunch yeah, of them. They're hard to get marathon <laughs> bars. Right now, where yeah. the hell would you get them? Oh, he's got a bunch. Excuse so me. So if you want a marathon bar, swing through the drive through Okay, in, in Steve Creighton, will be there. Creighton, Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. In Creighton. Yeah. Maybe in Creighton. they do it here in Lincoln, too. You never yeah. know, but Creighton for sure. Steve yeah, Creighton will be there. Just, just Mike so, Schaefer is here. He is. Mike Schaefer of 24-7 Sports is here in the building. He's every Thursday. Schaefer, good to see you. I'm trying to look up the marathon, marathon. bar. Yeah, dude. You didn't have – oh, it's a wrapper. Is, is this good long? Good job. It's 12 inches long, and it was it, it, it was it was caramel covered in, in, in like a pretzel yep. chocolate. Oh, and, then when you, and when you ate it, it went just like that. There that's it. it. Yep. And, when you, and, you, and you pulled on it. Remember? You put it right in your mouth right here. I can't, and, yeah. good I can't job say that I had one of those. Yeah, they were incredible. They were absolutely incredible. That was an 80s phenomenon. Okay. Yeah, it was big. The marathon bar. Hey, better thanks times. for looking. Better times. Better times in the 80s. Better times. Is better times. 80s better times. Yes. Yes. the 80s weren't as good as yeah. the 70s. 70s is better. It's way yeah, better than the 70s. Better. Yeah. sort of goes without saying yeah. at this yeah. point. I think. <laughs> it's just yes. a given, right? Um, hey, uh, what, hey. what song was that song from, from Gary Wright? That was uh, 
Love, Love is alive. alive. But 1975. What, what, yeah, that's what I'm talking 1975. about. 1975. Yeah. Schaefer, good job. By the way, Schaefer's Hour, sponsored by Beer Garden in Omaha and Benson. Wonderful place. You can watch football games, soccer games up there. They got German beers galore. They got big pretzels. They got Nashville hot chicken. Anything else up there, Schaefer? Well, I mean, you're right in this uh, Oktoberfest time. Oh, yeah. So this is, you know, I know Omaha has a couple Oktoberfest festivals going on uh, this weekend, but. I'm telling you, you don't you don't even need Oktoberfest to get good German beer at Bershin. They have no multiple uh, different types on tap to to try out. They do the big steins. You can enter a stein contest. Simple. How long do you think you could hold a full German stein and just stand there? And you just have to stand uh, there. You got to have the locked elbow, uh, yeah. and all you're doing is just holding that beer. Depends I think if you could do it for 10 minutes, they give it to you for free. Time of day would be big. In the- <laughs> yeah, time, yes. That would be early, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anything afternoon. We put a pretzel in at 2 o'clock. I'm probably, I'm probably, I'm probably 30 seconds after afternoon. Between noon and 2 <laughs> yeah, 30 seconds. Between noon and yeah. 2 is a notoriously <laughs> bad time. Yeah, it's not good. I fade. Hey, hey would you just please spell Bershin? B-A-R-C-H-E-N. Okay. It looks, it looks like bar chin, but it's bear chin. Okay. That's how you pronounce that. But that's the big dancing bear is their logo. They oh, do. Okay. It's in Omaha in the Benson District. Go check it out. Bear chin beer garden. Wonderful place. Wonderful place up there. All right, uh, Schaefer, we are a couple days away from, two days away from Nebraska, Northern Illinois. The Huskers are still looking for their first win in the Matt Rule era. And Sip believes, you know, there's a good chance. We we believe this also that it, there's a good chance that Jeff Sims is not the quarterback because of injury, not because of performance, because of injury. If we right. see Heinrich Harburg take the first snap of this game on Saturday, um, what's your confidence level that Nebraska can, can will get the win? Well, um, I mean, I, I think they can still get the win. I mean, either way, they were going to have to get the win by their defense pretty much keeping yeah. Northern Illinois down points wise and their offense figuring something out over four quarters. I mean, the uh, the strategy to getting a win doesn't really change whether you have Jeff Sims or you have Heinrich Harburg. Um, it does feel like they might get somewhat of a benefit of not playing a Power 5 team. So I, I do think like there's perhaps a, a little bit of a benefit that they'll get there, which would make life a little easier. But everyone that knows Northern Illinois knows that that's a school that generally is going to show up and play regardless of who the opponent is. And they're certainly not going to be intimidated coming into Memorial Stadium. They've done it before. Whether it's a different coaching staff or not, the expectation there is that they go win football games. So it's not exactly going to be a walkover. Uh, I don't have, like, a big – I mean, Nebraska's thrown for, like, 227 yards. Uh, They've run for, you know, a a few hundred yards as well. Like, their offense has been bad through two weeks. I'm not going to sit here and just get super concerned about which quarterback is taking the snap at this point because it's not like there's a giant history of success that's being left – in the dust if you're going with the backup here. So, hmm. um, you know, if, it, if it's Heinrich Harburg, they're going to have to prepare and figure out what they're going to do on offense. I mean, I, one of the, the issues to me, it just doesn't feel like they've, they obviously haven't been able to find rhythm, but it doesn't really feel like we know what they're building towards when they are in rhythm. Like, we don't really still know what the – like, is it going to be more quarterback run game? Is it going to be a lot of Gabe Irvin? Are we going to see more of a spread out attack? I mean – We've seen little snippets of all of this, mm-hmm. but because the offense hasn't been in rhythm much for two games, we really don't know what it's supposed to look like when it's good. I think it's ground heavy. Is I mean, like if you listen to Rule the other day, you listen to Satterfield yesterday, he alluded to it. I think it's ground heavy with quarterback run game. I don't think if Harburg plays the offense will look that much more. I, 
different. I wouldn't expect it to. I mean, I mean that much different. That much different. And I except I wonder if they would run him a little bit more than they would run Sims. Well, they they ran Sims nineteen times, and then their best play of the entire season was a touchdown in the third quarter against Colorado. Well, it was twelve designed runs against Minnesota. I think you could get that. And they had less than that against Colorado, right? right? So so it was probably like in the under five, wasn't it? Right against Colorado, noticeably. That's what I'm saying. Way different. See, I think with what that's what I'm saying. So I guess my my counter to that is I wouldn't be surprised if they ran Harburg, but I also expected they were going to run Sims more based on what it looked like against Minnesota. That's that's uh, sort of what I'm getting at. I don't know what their offense is trying to you. do S- when they had the ball. 10 carries against Colorado. How many of those were scrambles, Not, though? Right. Well, how many were – they got sacked twice? He had the big quarterback draw. He did. And then they had the, the one I remember where he went down. They they thought he had more yardage. They reviewed it, mm-hmm. and they went back. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Those are the like shin. the only two that I really, re- two that, I remember, that I really yeah. remember in yeah. my head of design quarterback run. See, I think they would design – I think there would be more, more of that with Harbor. Well, that's what he was in high school. I mean, right. he, was, uh, he was a great athlete um, that was a gifted runner and has a huge arm. You don't always know where the ball's going with the arm. I mean, that's uh, that's part of it. Um, but the the physical tools have always been there for Heinrich Harburg. It's whether he could catch up playbook-wise, I think, with sort of the previous staffs. And then, you know, the staff came in. They liked him right away in the spring. I mean, Here's the deal. They, they liked him right away in the spring. I Here's mean, he's a, a developmental deal. guy, and they have to figure out how they're going to win with him if he starts on Saturday. Here's the deal. I All that is true. But I just want to see how he'd operate in the heat. If it's close, that's what I want to see. Sure. How, how is he? Because if he's got to go win a game, how's that? I like close? how you say if it's close, as if there's a chance Nebraska is going to distance themselves from. from I think they will. Bill thinks they, Bill thinks they will. Bill thinks they have. I think they yeah. could. Don't I get me wrong. I, it would feeling. require the defense to probably take the ball yeah. away more than the one time yeah. so far. I mean, they, they have to set my, up offense. My basis of it is that is like first of all, it's like man, they beat Boston College. That's pretty. That's mm-hmm. impressive on the road. And then the next week, Boston College had to score like in the last drive, thirty-one twenty-eight to beat somebody, to beat yeah. Holy Cross. Yep. Yeah, and, and Holy, Holy Cross, Cross is a yeah. decent FCS school. Most yeah, years, I think so. that'd be below decent. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm a fan of Holy Cross. Don't don't come they at me. They were just in the playoff last and, uh, year, so they're a decent team. But still, the, yeah, it's a Holy Cross. Should, and then and then they lost to Southern Illinois at home. Yeah. So that's a hard one. 11, to really, eleven points. Eleven points. They scored eleven points. So that means, I mean, right now it should be Nebraska should be on pace to give up like five. You know, that's what they should give up. Maybe. But Nebraska's only scored 24. Yeah, Makes it harder. Well, and then the other thing is when Nebraska tends to play in these games, you always wonder when their offense is going to give away points too because that seems to mm-hmm. happen. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, but, yeah, I, if, the, if the game at halftime is 10-6 or something of that nature, yeah, then it's, it, 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 then, it, then momentum is gained and, and uh, with those things. I do know the head coach extremely well from – Northern Illinois, and he he will have his Thomas, Thomas Hammond. Thomas Hammond. We, he was the running back coach at Wisconsin when I was there. Oh, nice! That running back coach at Wisconsin. Great Thomas dude. Hammock. Yeah, great guy. Is he? former Baltimore Ravens running yes. back? Yes, he, he went from went from Wisconsin mm-hmm. to Baltimore. He he yeah. played here in 2019. Nebraska beat him 30 to five. I want to say there's a there's a safety night game. Yeah, Canavai Noah had a touchdown in that game. It was, it was yeah. a nice a block punt for a touchdown, I believe, also in that game for Nebraska. Maybe two block punts. There was definitely one. Yeah, one block um, punt for sure. I so say it, wasn't, Mills, it wasn't a great trip the first, last time for Thomas Hammock here yeah. to Lincoln, but 30 to 5. Um, okay. they, they have to be just, just. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply enormously disappointed after beating Boston College to yeah, come back home and lose. and lose to Southern Illinois at home yeah because it's I know it's a you know it's a it's it's directional but there's a different direction in northern and southern because one of them is FCS and one of them's FBS that's right there's a big difference in the two yeah Nebraska's defense as Jake writes on the rundown has performed well the first two weeks um, even if the stats didn't necessarily indicate that from the second half how good does this unit look to you, Michael? How 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 good can it be? Yeah, I'm excited about the defense. I mean, I'm excited because I one of the things I like is I feel like they've already been able to start building some depth because you know the injuries are coming. That, that depth. You know that they're going to have um, they're going to have some guys that are going to drop off in some spots, and so for for players like Makai Bear to pop up like he did against Colorado, I think that's a great sign. You're already getting production out of Riley Van Poppel, yes, and uh, Cameron Lenhart, mm-hmm. and your freshman there, Dwight Boodle's playing a little bit in the secondary, and you've gotten uh, some guys to to have some good performances there. I mean, I I'm excited about what uh, is is happening, and some of it I'm not really surprised by the defensive line i i felt like i mean i know we talked about it whether it was on this show or different shows i just felt like terrence knighton was going to be a big boost to them Mm -hmm. and then the other thing is everywhere matt rule's been his defensive lines have been good Mm -hmm. i don't know that it's always uh matt rules there so it's a correlation thing but if you look at there's just some coaches with track records that you know when they're at a place this is always pretty good and his defensive lines have always been Mm -hmm. a hallmark of his teams and so i i was expecting that they would be good. I didn't think they would have as many uh, sacks. Eleven sacks you in know. two games. I, that is for that takes me back a little bit. But um, I thought the defensive line would be pretty good. The linebackers are where I think I'm maybe most impressed because I think a lot of us thought we knew what Nick Henrich was as kind of a north south, you know, run heavy linebacker. <laughs> I loved him in high school, but I hadn't seen that kind of instinctive play from him a lot and then to see him deployed against Colorado end up with a couple sacks I think he had more sacks in that game than he had in his career coming in um you know and that's a guy that's played a lot of football mm-hmm. uh I I like what I've seen from John Bullock and from Luke Reimer in their roles mm-hmm. you know Makai Bear just felt like a, a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. on that first third down tackle against Dylan Edwards you get him matched up one-on-one just completely breaks down mm-hmm. and tackles the guy mm-hmm. and then you look at the stat sheet and I remember watching it as it's going on. He has like three other tackles around the line of scrimmage. Like mm-hmm. he just seems to kind of be in the right spot in a lot of situations. So depth-wise, I'm really excited about this defense. Um, I am curious, the more they put on film, if there aren't going to be some situations where teams can figure some things out later in the year. But I also look at Nebraska's schedule. And outside of, you know, Maryland, mm-hmm. um, there's not like a lot of, well, and Michigan, obviously. Yeah, Michigan. But you get beyond Michigan, you look at the rest of those offenses. Maryland's the only one that can have some explosion. They've looked kind of bad at times mm-hmm. so far through two weeks this year. Uh, two, 
two weeks and I'm saying the team looks bad, but oh, you, okay. you know what I mean? I mean, oh, it's yeah. the, the offense is, I mean, Wisconsin does not, they have their own issues. They'll get you know? it going at some point, won't they? Yeah, maybe. They look, they look terrible against Buffalo. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I knew Washington State was going to give them a game. I didn't know Washington State would win necessarily, mm-hmm. but I thought Wisconsin looked Who did bad Buffalo lose Buffalo. to week two again? You guys mentioned Fordham. That. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo lost to yes. Fordham last week. I mean, I'm watching that Buffalo <laughs> game. Buffalo lost to Fordham. Good Fordham team. Buffalo should have been up 21 to 7 at half. Yeah. They should have been. Like, they were completely mm. outclassing Wisconsin. Wow. Um, and so for Washington State to jump out the way they did, I mean, mm. I was not surprised by that mm. at all. Uh, Wisconsin's got a lot of issues with their offense. What like is it? Just, what did they their start? receivers aren't explosive. Tanner mm. Mordecai doesn't look comfortable throwing the ball. Mm. Uh, to, he's throwing to spots, which makes sense, but then the receivers aren't there, so that's not super helpful. The running game couldn't get going at all in the first half against Buffalo and then ran for like 200 yards in the second half to save them. Didn't run very well at all against Washington State. Yeah. Uh, it just feels like they, you know, if, if they didn't play Buffalo to start the year, they'd be right there with Nebraska. They would be right there, and they haven't played. You know, I I think both Colorado and Minnesota are better than Washington State, so we'll see. Uh, but I I just look at the schedule, and then I think this defense has a chance to really kind of keep Nebraska in these games. So it's imperative that they use these weeks here to sort of figure some things out on offense. Yeah, okay. whether it's Jeff Sims or Heinrich. So keep it there because yeah, the defense has played well, but you've given up. You've had eight turnovers on offense. Yeah, eight, four from both games. It's been crippling. I mean, Nebraska again. They're, they're minus three in turnovers against Minnesota and, and lose the game by three. You, well, you take one away, you win the game. Mid-Colorado, you had two in a row inside your own 35-yard line. Is it seven turnovers are on the opponent side of the field, too, on top of it? Ooh, I don't know that one. I know they had the one interception. Well, they had back-to-back on Oh, no, they had the, the, the interception and the fumble, so it'd be six. six. Six of the eight turnovers have on occurred, and then in that six, three, of, three or four of them are in the 35 going in, which is even – more difficult more because then you're you're in the range where you're expecting to get points. Uh-huh. Uh, so it you know it's not just the turnovers; it's when they're occurring too. It's just brutal, yeah. backbreaking. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's clouded the whole thing. Like Satterfield said, anything they've done good is just clouded. Right. By the well, turnovers. it's it's also why I can sit here and be like, yeah, they don't have any rhythm on offense. And then be like, yeah, we know we don't have the ball long enough sometimes. Right. So and that's on them, obviously. So, Bill, do they? How much is there? Is there a point in practice, like during a week like this, where you can put too much emphasis on that, on not turning the ball over, where it becomes almost, I don't know, you, you go too far with it. You can overstate some things. You can have it too much. Where that's it. just you, you just go play. You do your drills. Yeah. You do everything you've been doing. There's nothing that's, that's that's crazy different. You just keep doing the same things. You keep training them. Situational. Uh, some of those, I, I, I don't know, what do you train them on if, if a ball just gets dropped from a snap right, right. or it hits someone right. in motion or it does. So there's just some things you just do. You just follow. You just do what you do. You've, you already do a turnover circuit. They already do ball security drills every day. All those things. Just make it a point of emphasis. And sometimes, though, if you just scream, that's all we care about is that, that the day gets over and it's like the ball wasn't on the ground once. But, uh, but we threw, you know, we were like, 40% passing today. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that, well, that's not a real good thing either. You know, that, that'll, <laughs> yeah. that'll, that'll, that'll bite you too. Yeah. The turnovers are the, are the most. I, I get that. But you just want to follow, do what you do. Because I don't think there's ever a time at, down at Nebraska that, that it was, well, we really didn't talk about taking care of the ball. <laughs> and we didn't talk about that the first, you know, that we – no, they talked about that from their, their – I would imagine almost every drill started from the first day that they could work with them on the field. 
was ball security. Right. So that, 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 that part is emphasis. Yeah, and I don't want the quarterback being tentative. I mean, I don't want him to always worry about that part. Sometimes you got to cut loose. You gotta, well, that's you gotta the gotta duality of Jeff Sims. I mean, he's been your, your really your only big play threat and your only explosive member on offense as far as I've seen through eight quarters. So you can't have him steeped in a mentality of uh, just caution all the time no. because he's – you're gonna exactly. you're gonna neuter your own offense exactly. that way too. Well, we we saw a stat yesterday from Tom Fernelli, CBS Sports. He calls it the whoopsie daisy rate of of plays that uh, the amount of percentage of turnovers you have or, or you know fumbles, both lost and recovered, and interceptions divided by the plays. And he was like second worst in the country over the last three years at Georgia Tech, and he's first right now in the country. He leads the country this year. Yeah. WDR. WDR, whoopsie daisy rate. So Man. this is nothing new for Jeff Sims. He's right. just doing what he has for three years. Mm. Well, and but here's the thing: Nebraska, for the last however many years, has an offense that's largely been dependent on their quarterback having to do everything. They haven't had good skill players. They, uh, they haven't. Uh, I mean, you, you take no, away Trey Palmer and Samari Toure, uh-huh. and one year of Wandale Robinson. Mm-hmm. What great skill players has Nebraska had in the last six years? Uh Jake. You get to Stanley Morgan. So you're talking and JD Spillman. Yeah. Yeah. Stanley's undrafted good. players. So you, you're averaging about one guy a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then you have a stretch in there in 2020 and 2021 where I guess it'd be two, right? 2020. I don't know. Yeah, you're going back. I mean, you have to go back to the 2013. Well, yeah. I mean, because then you're looking at the, the teams that Tommy Armstrong's playing with. He's throwing to, you know, how good would it be for Nebraska to have a Brandon Riley right now? <laughs> Alonzo yeah. Moore. You know, we're not nice. even talking about guys that are like NFL-caliber wide receivers. Uh, yeah. No, both of them made practice, practice squads. squads. They did. But oh, we're talking about guys that are their third or fourth receivers that can come through in critical situations. Nebraska goes to Alex Bullock in a key situation. Great pass. He's got to make that play. That's why he's third, on the field. Third and 15, third and 16. He's got to make that play. Mm-hmm. I just don't see guys on offense that, you know, Billy Kemp made a nice catch. Marcus Washington made a nice catch. Those guys are fine. It'd be great if they were your second or third wide receivers. Yeah, They're not. No. You need them to be ones and twos. Yeah. You need guys to be better than what they probably actually are. Mm-hmm. That's a tough way to live on offense. Yeah, it is. It's a really tough way to live. Yep. Yeah, there's, they, they have a lot of guys who are sufficient, but you're looking for more than sufficient. Yeah. Sufficient isn't going to win you games in the Big Ten. Not many. Not, it'll may, maybe win you a few. I mean, we joke about Iowa's offense all the time. This is far worse than what we've seen out of Iowa. At receivers? At skill everywhere yeah. i mean I, like had gabe irvin through two games he's had a couple 20 yard runs it's but fine. he can't run away from anybody yeah he's fine he's I just gonna say get he's you fine. you know yeah. if you give him 20 carries he might get you 100 yards right. but right you're gonna commit 20 carries to getting 100 yards. Yeah. I, I just uh it's tough i don't know where that explosion is gonna come from well, so rules. heinrich harburg is gonna be in the same spot that jeff sims is in right. where he's to. gotta be Kind of the straw that stirs the drink. It'll have to come via recruiting in the transfer portal. I mean, that's what's. But, but Which, in the meantime, you got to try to win some games. There's a season to be played, but you mm-hmm. can't do that in right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. The current squad. Uh, four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. When we come back, we'll get to Bill's thrills on early break in the ticket. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.